Hello? Is this thing on? <laughs> What's up, y'all? It is your girl, Zoe. I know y'all heard that, y'all. Oh, my God. That is disgusting. Oh, anyways. It's Zoe. Welcome back to Shade With Your Tea. I understand. We got some abandonment issues that we need to address. I get it. It's been since, what, March of 21. We're on a whole fucking year. We're in a whole different year now. I, I get it. Got a lot of questions. I know. Got a lot of stories for you, but it's okay. I I made up for it. I'm going to give you back what I've neglected you from. So, hey, what's up? A lot has changed. I missed you, just like I know you missed me. And I know that because when I went back and did a little uh, catch-up, one take, I've gotten the messages. I understood the anger, and I'm here to let you know that a bitch is back. A bitch has a set schedule now, and guess what? A bitch is in a whole nother motherfucking state, okay? Zoe is taking fucking Dallas. And I'm fucking in. I'm fucking him in the ass. I really am. But before we get to there, a lot has changed. A lot has changed. Again, I am in Dallas now. Baby girl is not even in New York no more. The Bronx is still in me though, okay? The thorough bitch, I'm still very much here. But I'm in the Southern with these little pink dicks, so... Yeah, but anyways, I have a lot to catch up on. I know the last time we had a conversation, we were talking about polygamy. Nothing has changed as far as my thought process, just letting you guys know. Um, (laughs) I don't think still to this day that I can handle another bitch and another man in the same relationship. I don't think I can do that, but I can fuck them though. But I don't know if I can date them at the same time. But I've learned and experienced a lot out here. Um, I have some stories, and I've only been out for a couple months, so if I got a lot of stories, that tells you a lot. The girl's been working. The girl's been hoeing. Not for money, but, you know, a bitch loves sex, so. But I got a lot of things to talk about. We got a lot of things to unpack. I feel like I owe you that. I've neglected you for quite some time. Again, there's some abandonment issues on both sides. Not that you abandoned me, but, you know, I've learned a lot about myself, so it's Okay. I still love you, and I know you love me. So let's get this together, right? Let's talk about me and Dallas. Let's talk about the sex scene and talk about all the things that I have learned since I've gotten here. First things first. Your bitch came down here in June, got herself a job as a bottle girl. Why? Because I felt like that was the easiest way to network, You got to see what the ins and outs are down here. See what the sex scene is like. See what the guys are like. The guys suck. I'm not going to lie. But you get to see what everything is. You get to see how everything is supposed to be or how they want you to accept Dallas to be. One thing I've learned since I have been out here is Dallas maybe look, it looks big, but it's very, very small. Um... The scene is all kind of like the same. It's like everyone kind of does the same thing, but it's not the same thing. Um, and I feel like that kind of explains the same thing as far as the sex scene. You know, in New York, we have all these types of things. We have those lingerie parties. We have the sex parties. We have the sex clubs with swingers clubs or travel things, blah, 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 whatever. But I feel like Dallas has the same thing, but a lot smaller. Um, and I feel like it's a little more tight knit down here. Um but I also feel like the sex interest down here is a little bit different. Like, I know, like, in New York, 
everybody is everyone's coming from everywhere everyone likes to travel to new york everyone you know the dreams come true kind of shit but um new york is like a melting pot you have a variety of different things experiences all that kind of thing everyone comes to new york i don't know if that's the same impact people do when they come to dallas but you never know i just got here so the sex scene down here is a little bit different um i actually knew what I was doing when I put myself in a nightlife because I just wanted to experience what it was like even though I know I wasn't physically recording I was still doing some recon for y'all because I love y'all so fucking much you're welcome baby um that I put myself out there so let's talk about my first experience out here it was very disappointing so (laughs) I met this guy working at this club that I was, you know, little bad bitch was a little bottle girl, whatever, had a nice little stripper outfit going, titties was hanging, tattoos popping, because you know a bitch is bad as fuck, you're welcome, and this guy was a DJ, I'm not gonna say his name, because a nigga will never get caught over me, but um, we met, Hung out a little bit, you know, serviced his table, his section or whatever. Made a lot of tips, threw a couple singles, you know, ow, ow. But, um, I was intrigued and curious. And, you know, curiosity kills the cat. But who will not want to get into that, you know, because pussy is a cat. So, I'm going to go for it. And so, took him home. And, um... I'm sorry for anyone that actually knows me because you guys know I don't do one night stands like that, but I'm all for it. All for it. You gotta, when you're in a new city, you gotta do like a whole bunch of one night stands to find that one guy you actually like. So, one night stand central here. Not really, but really. But, um, this guy, he had this aura about him, had that a lot of big dick energy going. And we all know what that means. Like, he had this, like, he's puffing his chest up, throwing names down, like, whatever. And, you know, they hear my accent and all of a second... First off, can we just discuss that New York does not have an accent? We just talk normal. So, I don't know what the fuck it is with these people down here. They have, like, a twang in their voice. I mean, it's Texas, so whatever. But to them, I have an accent. I don't have a fucking accent. I know I don't have an accent, but whatever. But, um... I just... I guess I just had New York stamped on my forehead. And they called me New York, and they just loved it. Like, the girl, she, you know, she was like, oh, my gosh, you're so pretty. You're so this, blah, blah, whatever. Like, you're our very own New York girl. This is so cool, blah, blah. I feel like I got the job because I was from New York, not even because I was pretty. Hmm. Let's unpack that. Let's not. Let's get back to the story. But anyways, um... Yeah, I feel like I just had New York stamped on my forehead. Niggas want to fuck with a New York bitch. I get it. We're 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 a vibe. Let's 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 get into that. We we really are a vibe, but it is what it is. Like, hello, it's me. What up? So, I guess he thought like she's new here. She don't know much about my rep, so like I can swing this and a third or whatever. I, I can see bullshit from all the way. A bitch was at a very weak point. A bitch was horny. It is what it is. Like, sometimes... Sometimes corny niggas could get pussy, too. Sometimes. May not be all the time, but it happens. And this happened to be one of them corny-ass nigga moments. So, he got pussy. He didn't. He thought he was getting pussy. He came home with me. And can we talk about how 
you know, is having one of the moments. It's doing the whole neck kissing the hair, pulling the throat grabbing. I love it. I love when a nigga rough me up. Rough me the fuck up. I'm small. I can take it, but I'll beat you the fuck up. But I was for it. So we doing all of this. And while he's getting undressed, he's pulling down his pants, boxer briefs. Love those shits. Hugs the dick. Good shit. But anyways, he bends down. And I'm thinking, like, you've been now taking off, like, socks or something or whatever. No, this nigga was really bent down like I was about to eat his ass. And I was very confused. And let's be real, like, let's, let's get real technical right now. Is that a thing that women do in Dallas? Let's unpack that. Like, I know that's a thing now. Like, I know it's a thing. I know it's a trend. Like, we, social media right now and the the world today is so, so for everything that's trending like remember back in the day like back in like i don't know the 90s when no one wanted to eat pussy and then all of a sudden they started making fucking well not in the 90s but you know what I, you know what the fuck i'm saying you know back in the day when nobody wanted to eat fucking pussy and all of a sudden they started making it in rap songs and it's social media trending all of a sudden everybody was eating pussy that was one of these things eating ass is one of these things now like you go on fucking twitter and it's a downward spiral. Like, you go into a black hole and you'll find these bitches eating ass, getting put. Like, come on. It's a thing. So, eating ass is a thing for guys now, for them to happen to us. And now it's a thing for women to do it to men because it's a trend. And so, yeah. Again, Dallas women, do you guys do that? Is that like a, a, normal, a normal thing? Do you guys just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to eat this nigga's ass off the first night like no shower straight niggas been sitting in these fucking dirty ass drawers all fucking night sweating and shit because you know niggas ass do fucking sweat sitting in these funky ass clothes all day smelling like hookah and cigarettes and e and j because that's what them nasty niggas out here drink e and j but is that a thing is that like a like i feel like that should have been something a part of like when i signed my lease like hey by the way you have to eat ass sweaty ass like what (laughs) what what the fuck yo like what the fuck i stopped and i was just sitting on the bed just looking at him i'm like what are you ba what are you doing what are you what are you doing for real tell me he's looking at me like i'm the crazy one nigga if you don't pick your shit up and get the fuck out like are you shitting me no no and if you're asking if i did it no you know i didn't fucking do it you 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 know for fucking fact i did not do it i'm not opposed to it this is a no kink no shame no kink shaming zone i'm all for it just not on the first fucking night i'll suck a dick on the first night period because i like suck a dick for myself not for you eating your ass on the first night pa no but here's why Sex is, I feel like sex is a contract. I don't know if I've said it before in previous episodes. It's been quite some time. Again, I understand. But sex is a contract, whether it's with a condom or without a contract. I mean, with without a condom. It is me trusting you regardless. Whether it's I'm trusting you to fuck the shit out of me or I'm just trusting the fact that you're putting a body part into me, period. I trust you enough to have an intimate moment with you enough to do so. So you have to trust me to go to boundaries that I'm not okay with or that I haven't tried yet. And so 
for you to meet someone very brand new and do experiences like that, I feel like it's a lot harder. And I know that there's some people that's going to think like, isn't it easier to do things like that with someone that you don't know? And I feel like yes and no. I feel like when it's a one night stand, having like sex, (sighs) yes and no. Having sex with someone already is a risk, especially when it's like a one night stand. Having raw sex with someone as a one night as a one night stand is extremely risky, and you are living on the fucking edge. But doing, I feel like doing kinks like that, you have to know that person, you have to trust that person. Like I'm not telling you that as soon as I meet you, like okay, let me explain this. We all know that I want to peg someone. That is an all time fantasy of mine. Will it happen? Would it, would it happen? I I don't know. No, I'm no. I do know it's going to happen. But <laughs> would it happen on the first night? Probably not. Um, I feel like it's same thing goes with that. Like if I meet someone at a club or whatever, and he gives me his address and tells me to pull up on him, would you expect me to pull up with a strap because I'm gonna peg you? Like is that a thing? even without conversation no so i feel like eating ass is the same contract so i might say this is two extremes but i'm just saying it's kind of the same thing it's a contract i trust you to fuck the shit out of me you trust me to fuck the shit out of you without any kinks involved because that's not what we fucking discussed without that now we get a little bit more intimate maybe the second or third day we done talked about the kinks talked about fetishes what we want to do fantasies the second or third you want to whip out the ass cheek go for it baby you want to whip out a dick go for it but it has to be off of a conversation, a contract. You feel me? Are you understanding what I'm saying? You picking up what I'm putting down because I'm spitting some real shit right now. But anyways, the nigga went home. Don't ask me if I did it. You know I didn't. Um, he went home. And that was the very, very disappointing first um, sexual experience that I had with a Dallas guy. And I was so traumatized that I didn't tell anybody about this until I spoke about it on one take. <laughs> last week and I when I say I didn't tell anybody nobody knows and now everybody knows and I just wanted to hear what a guy had to say about that because I just couldn't understand why that was like a, a thought process for him but in a in a way I feel like I have to have a panel with women from Dallas that just ask them if that's like a normal thing is that something that they do is that like a is that like a hand job for them like oh I'm gonna eat ask a hand job is regular a hand job is regular I mean no one does it anymore you haven't done it since high school or if you was really like freaky you haven't done it since like middle school in the back of the bus or back of the classroom if you were really that type of bitch but is that like is that like the new thing is it eating ass like a new thing for you guys what no ask me later <laughs> ask, me, ask me when I'm more I'm more um comfortable here i couldn't tell you if i'm gonna do it we all know the the bronx me is never gonna let me but i'm just saying just ask me later um but let's unpack the second time the second time that i've had sexual relations with the dallas nigga um it was definitely with someone that i actually knew i was acquainted with him prior to being in dallas like long time ago like back when i was like early early 20s early 20s because you know I'm 28 now, so <laughs> early 20s, back and forth, always a flirtatious type of relationship. Um, never met him until I actually got here, so I guess that was the first time thing. But we kind of had more of a established relationship 
flirted a little bit, a little bit of phone sex, a little bit of FaceTime. I actually really liked this guy. Um, so meeting him was kind of like pressure for me. I hate meeting people that I have like such a high expectation for. The sex was fucking great. It was the conversation afterwards. You ever had one of those moments where like, and I know it sounds a little awkward, but I mean, it might sound like it makes sense. But when you have this texting, phone call conversation where it's like, it's so good. Like the buildup is so, so good. Or you have this expectation like, oh, this guy's going to be like our connection. Our natural chemistry is great. And then when you meet for the first time, <laughs> ooh, sorry. Um, it's weird. Like the first time is weird. Maybe you can just blame social media and texting. Like I feel like texting and social media has pulled from the natural chemistry of meeting in person and having that like thorough, organic, natural chemistry in person. Like the aura is so intense and the sexual attention is so intense because you're in person opposed to having it over the phone. And so he was awkward in person very awkward, very sexual. Um, and I kind of was, wasn't the vibe that I was giving off. I was just excited to just meet someone that I actually knew. I was like, you know, I'm fucking brand new in this fucking state and you're someone that I trust and I'm very comfortable with. And I expected you to keep that expectation of who I saw you as not, you know, you know, fuck me. And then ask me to fuck you and your baby mother, like an hour later, it was very awkward. And so I couldn't understand why that thought process came about. And, you know, of course, he's like, oh, she's she thinks you're pretty. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't even, first off, I don't even know what she looks like. One. Um, two, I didn't even know this was a conversation that you were having with your BM. Like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I'm pulling up my girl Zoe, this at a third or whatever. And then a threesome came into a conversation. And I just didn't understand that. And I just didn't like how I was almost being pawned off like a fucking sexual object. And I don't like the comfortability that he had doing so. Um, so that was awkward after that. I don't like, I think it's one thing I very much am very vocal about is don't try to pawn me off to somebody else at all, but then still try to come back and come back and forth. Like it was one of those moments where it was like all that friendship that we had those previous years came to an end as soon as we had sex because every time he hit me up it was oh i'm in the area i'm trying to pull up and and fuck and we never had a relationship like that beforehand you know what i mean like yeah we flirt but we all know a bitch is a natural flirt like that's part of like my natural things to do like you know taste smell hear touch flirt that's me you know so having that flirtatious nature i guess gets me in trouble quite often because like even when I'm trying to be friendly it it comes off like I'm trying to throw pussy and I'm really not I'm really not like you would be really surprised about what my inbox looks like sexual aura oozes from me is what someone told me one time I took it as a compliment but it's a a blessing and a curse um because sometimes some guys think I'm really flirting with them I'm trying to throw cat at them and I'm really just generally curious about a day how you doing how's life how's your wife you know kind of thing um, but I don't think he got that vibe from me. And I think that's kind of where the disconnect happened because I, I feel like, okay, you thought, oh, I fucked you. 
I'm automatically going to want to fuck the mother of your child. And that was, that, that was iconically incorrect. Like, I just didn't understand the disconnect. But I, I think now that I'm unpacking it right now, it kind of makes sense. Wow, I actually do miss coming talk, and talking to you guys. Hmm. But anyways, um, that was my second one. Um, we all know, we all have that favorite toxic nigga. My favorite toxic nigga is still in New York. So, like, you know, when I go back and forth and travel to see my family, I always travel to the toxic dick. And that was one of those moments. So, like, my sex life has been quite exciting when it comes to that because, like, nobody will dick you down like a toxic dick. I tell you, I will tell you that. I will tell you that. And we all know that. We all fully understand that. And every woman in here is probably like, yes, bitch, I understand. I fully understand. And then I have those guys that's like, ew, that's gross. But <laughs> it is what it is. Even if it's like toxic dick, there's, there's women out there that you know is fucking for sure. You shouldn't be dipping your dick in. You're still going to do it. Why? Because it's like, it's like honey to bees. Like you just can't not fuck it. You just can't not fuck it period so there's has not been a time that i have not traveled to new york and got dicked down um have i ended it in a toxic fight just to give it that extra mm. yes i have have i done it on purpose mind your business but yes yes i have <laughs> yes i have yes i have every fucking time but do i need to find a more suitable southern man Probably not. I don't think anyone out here could actually like handle my attitude and my tone and how I speak and how I carry myself. I think I'm a little bit too eh for some of these dudes out here. They like the Southern Bells, very extra feminine. Ooh, what was me type of bitches. And I am not that type of bitch at all. I don't understand it. I don't like it. Um, I put myself in some awkward positions trying to like see what life is like i did a couple dates i let a guy take me out to dave and buster's and uh, halfway through the day he kept talking about how he was so excited to meet for me to meet his family it was the first date guys um i don't like stuff like that i don't like being pressured into like serious relationships i'm a Sagittarius. i run so, <laughs> so yeah i didn't i didn't really fucking like that shit so it was very awkward for me for that um the next guy that I entertained, he actually used a good old high school trick that niggas used to do. Like, oh, I'm going to be your best friend type shit. You know, everything I put on social media is a joke. Truthfully, I, I have a very childish and joking manner how I post things on social media. So everyone that actually knows me knows not to take everything I say fucking literal. I posted something about like a sneaky link or something like that or whatever. And, you know, of course, this nigga thought, oh, I'm going to shoot my shot or whatever. And I told him from rip that wasn't serious. I was not like, I, w- I wasn't being serious about that. I'm not in the mood to entertain nobody's feelings emotionally and like that because we all know how sneak links end up. Sneak links start with a couple of, you know, a couple of dates, not even that, a couple of fucks. Then you try to slowly bring that up to like a, a fuck and a cuddle. Then it's a fucking a cuddle and some dinner. Then it's movies, dinner, a fucking a cut. Like it just it becomes and it starts to roll into this overwhelming relationship that you just don't want with the person. And unfortunately, 
he tried it and I, I just kept denying it. I was like, listen, you, you want to be friends? We could be friends. I need to develop friends. We all know I'm antisocial. I need to be nicer to people and push myself out my comfort zone. So here I was trying to be like this new brand new bitch in fucking Dallas. And this nigga thought, oh, I'm going to just use this as a way to dick her. And I fucked him. Mind your business. And it was a slip. <laughs> like, let's, let's, let's say that it was a slip. So I know where my fault was. And immediately after I slipped, I told him, I was like, this will never happen again. Like, you called me at a really, really, really good moment. A bitch was feeling drunk. Where'd we go? We went to some movies. And it was fine, because it was, like, a cool, like, we were talking about everything. It felt like a brother-sister relationship, because, like, we were, like, play fighting and everything. Like, we were cool, cool type shit. Um, And then he just called me at a weak moment. And you know what? I give him that. High five to you. I give you that, my son. You flipped it on me. You got the good on a good game. Cool. And um, I just fell into it a little bit. And then after that, I kind of was just like, yeah, no, nah, this is not going to work. Not that the sex wasn't great. It was just very awkward for me because I just knew that it was going to lead into that. And I still allowed it to lead into that, if that makes sense. And I didn't want it to go that way at all like it was we were chilling he came over to the house or whatever um we were sitting on my patio smoking hookah um what the fuck were we talking we were talking about anime that's how we was having a geek ass fucking moment and i went in the house i went back into the house to do something and we had sex. Thank God not on my bed. But oh God. I haven't had sex in my bed yet. So high five to me, guys. I've never had sex in my bed since I've been here. It's always been somewhere else. It's been in the house, but it's not been in my bed. Can't do that. But um, we've had... It, it was a slip moment. The sex was okay. It wasn't fantastic. Um, maybe that's kind of why I was turned off too. Um, he kind of had this weird thing where he kept trying to kiss me and... While we was, like, mid-sex, I kind of just knew, like, mm, this is not what I wanted to do. And so the whole trying to kiss me thing was like, oh, oh, you ever seen them bitches try to, like, duck and dodge type shit? It was one of them moments, like, I was dobbing the fuck out of this nigga. Like, niggas was kissing the wall by this point. <laughs> but after it was done, I was like, yeah, you got to go. But then, like, even before I did that, I told him, I was like, this can't never happen again. Like, I just never had the intention of having sex with you. I generally just wanted to just chill. We could just be friends. And he was like, oh, you know, we we can still be friends and still fuck. And I was just like, no, because I told you from the jump, this is not what I want to do. This is a slip. This is a slip. So he seemed to understand after I said that and looked at me and told me he understood. I understand. It will never happen again, blah, blah, blah. So after the next couple of times, we chilled. We chilled with a group of people, and we was fine. We was cool. It was never no flirtation or nothing like that. And then, let me tell you what this fuck nigga did. I know I sound like a fuck bitch, but let me just tell y'all. He fucking got mad at me because he sent me some, like, meme or tweet or whatever in regards to him wanting to, like, cuddle naked or something like that. And I was like, nah, I already, we already had this conversation. We can't do that. It's not happening no more, blah, blah, blah. And he was just not with it. Like, he wanted to argue with me about how I felt about not wanting to fuck him. As a grown woman, 
Why the fuck would I explain to you why I don't want to fuck you? And why are men demanding an explanation? If no is no, then why is no not no to you? Like, I just, I don't understand that. And I've never experienced that until it's down here. So I'm going to associate that behavior with the rest of these weird ass Dallas niggas out here. Because it's like, you really want women to explain why she don't want to have sex with you? Like, no is not enough for you? Like, I have to give you a full-blown page essay like five page essay as to why i do not want to fuck you are you fucking kidding me are you not too old for that bullshit no is no and if you're that desperate you better hire a bitch in one of these downtown areas or go to a strip club with a bitch's fuck for it and do that but you're not gonna do that for me you're not gonna come out me like that but it is what it is it happened that has been my experience. That's one, two, three. It's been a couple, a couple of men that I've had these conversations with. And I'm unfortunately, unfortunately having to tell you guys about it. But I want you to learn from my experiences. And I want you to tell me what I did wrong. Because this is a growth kind of experience, you know? I tell you my fuck stories. You tell me what the fuck I could have did better. Or you give me advice. Or I give you advice. It happens. We have a love-hate relationship going on with us together. I know. I left you guys for a minute. You guys missed me. I came back with some sex stories or whatever. It is what it is. But we've learned. We've grown. We've going to explore. Because I'm in a whole new city. I'm going to challenge myself to put myself out there a little bit more. There's a couple of scenes that I want to go through. Um, Dallas has a huge like swinging fetish going on out here do I want to call it a fetish or like a vibe it's like a weird like swinger vibe like there's a lot of upside down pineapples if you guys don't know that's just that's like the signal for it like there's a lot of upside down pineapples that like sitting in front of the house and stuff like that that's like the swinger signal um so I've seen a lot of that and I'm definitely intrigued about what that is there's a couple of like adult movie theaters where it's like they play an adult movie and you have like a couple of like rooms where you could fuck in and all that kind of stuff i definitely want to experience that kind of shit um i want to say maybe a few years ago there used to be like this huge like it was like a movie theater size building where it was like a swingers building a swingers party and they used to hold all their events in there and stuff like that so i feel like swingers is like a huge thing down here and i definitely want to experience that Bitch is going to have to get a man for that, but, you know, it is what it is. But sacrifices have to be made. (laughs) I got to get stories out. I got to experience some shit for you guys so you can just understand and live vicariously through me. Or you guys could live for me. Somebody got to do it, you know? So, basically, that's kind of what's been going on. It's not going to be a long thing with me tonight simply because it's just been quite an experience i'm learning a lot about myself i'm by myself out here so um i'm definitely putting myself outside my comfort zone definitely learning a little bit more about myself and how i adapt to things i've adapted a lot quicker than i thought i would put myself in a lot of uncomfortable situations that i've successfully got myself out of without choosing violence so shout out to me for that and um it took me a long time to just find myself again. Like when I was first getting out here from like the time from like March up until now, I was just trying to find 
my routine and find my comfortability in myself again and find like the confidence to come back and have these conversations as far as like the podcast and stuff like that like it was really really hard for me to adapt to just my way of life and my way of routine out here and then figure out the confidence that I once had making this show and building it back up um I don't know if anyone knows what it's like having to go through these kind of sessions and just like plan and plan and plan and all these kind of things. Like it's like when you want something so, so bad um, and you do everything for it and it slowly starts to fall apart. I felt like that for a minute um, and I just had to take a step back from recording and editing and all these kind of things. And um, I just want to just thank everybody for just having the patience with me and always supporting me and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I hate being emotional, but definitely want to thank you guys for having that patience with me. This is something I truly, truly care about and I love doing. Um, I just had to find myself again. Um, and not saying that I had to find myself by moving to a home of the state and having all these crazy experiences, but sometimes you have to put yourself out there and put yourself outside of your comfort zone to reevaluate yourself and find yourself once again. And I, I definitely recommend it to somebody who doesn't um or feel like they haven't finally true found themselves moving out on your own putting yourself in a brand new environment and having to learn how to adapt is such a crazy feeling and such a scary experience but it's so rewarding and it's not like um it's not like college where you like you pack up your stuff and you go you know maybe a, a couple hours away or maybe you do go states away for college but you always come home for the holidays but your parents are always still there and they're still realistically still responsible for you um it's not like that at all like my family is still in New York and I think I speak to my mom every day but I haven't seen her since the holidays and which is not that far from now but um it is a lot having to do like, well, damn, if something happens to me, it's just me. <laughs> it It is just me. Whereas in like as college, it's like you got the whole school board there making sure you're good. When it's here, it's like it literally is just me. If I don't talk to neighbors or I don't make friends out here, nobody will ever know. So I had to put myself out of my comfort zone to figure out my strengths, um, figure out my weaknesses and figure out what I want to build and just become a new person um, so I just want to thank you guys for allowing me to take this journey and move on with a lot of things. I had to do a lot of like self-healing, self-coping. I did a lot of therapy, um, trying to figure out what my issues are and a lot of what things I need to fix. I had a lot of like healing that I had to do removing some people from my life that I just realized that I was just holding on to um and just growing with that and just learning that it's okay to just remove and move on some people are just generally there to just teach you lessons and some people are there to be there forever um you have to learn how to navigate through that it's never going to be like in a big red sign where it's like oh this person's here to teach you a lesson you have to just go with life and just move on it learn those lessons move on from it grow from it and evolve um and this process has definitely allowed me to do that I've learned a lot about myself I'm proud of myself and being this strong about staying here um because I definitely thought that as soon as I stayed here as soon as I moved out here I was probably going to go back maybe a couple months later but 
um, six months in, I'm still here. I'm still very much proud of myself. I got back into podcasting, so that's pretty exciting to me because now I feel like I'm starting to find my footing and my ground. Um, I know it's been a very, very long time, and I have so many things to tell you. Like These are only this a sprinkle of some of the experiences that I have experienced out here. There's so much that I want to express with you guys and just go on this journey with me. Um, There's going to be some changes that I make with the podcast. It's not going to be just talking about sex as much as we love talking about it because I do love talking about it because I do love having it. Um, I want to talk about growth and I want to talk about the women's progression in it. I want to talk about how comfortable it is to be 28 in a new city and just going on with life and all those kind of things um very much still about sex though very much still about sex everything is gonna have like a nice little somber peaceful moment conversation with you guys like this one but it's also gonna have some very raunchy stories i'm still going to try to get as many people to contribute as much as possible i'm very much gonna start getting a website going as far as like um a channel i know i've been talking about this for like two years now because this is it's been two years for this podcast and um I haven't really fully focused um because I feel like a lot of the time the patience wasn't really mine beforehand I feel like I was working on everyone else's time even when I first started becoming solo I feel like I was really working on someone else's time trying to edit trying to do this but I'm very much on myself now I'm very much working on my own schedule and I am more confident about that so I definitely will be. You'll be seeing my face. You'll be hearing me do crazy shit. You'll probably hear the upstairs neighbors acting fucking foolish. So welcome to that. And um, I hope you guys love it as much as I do. And you grow on this journey with me and experience everything that I've been experiencing. I'm trying this one thing where I'm just not going to edit. So whatever the fuck I say is what the fuck I said. Period that's it I said it I said it I said it and I'm happy I feel happy doesn't that sound weird I I feel happy I feel happy I feel blessed I feel excited and um I'm ready to like unpack a lot of feelings and a lot of things that's been going on I've experienced a lot I've cried a lot. Ooh, and we all know a bitch is not a crier. So <laughs> I've just, I feel the growth in myself and I hope that you hear the growth in me. I know like I babbled a lot and you know, it's my show so I could do the fuck I want. It's, it's me. You're going to hear a whole, however long I want to talk kind of me. And so get used to it. <laughs> Welcome the fuck back. Your bitch is always here. She's taking over Zalus, and that's it. You can hear lots of raunchy stories, so just be prepared to have like lots of wine and just cover your ears sometimes. And I hope you don't hear this and listen to this around kids, because dick is gonna happen a lot. So shout out to that. Um, before I let you go, because it's been quite some time since I've been fucking rambling, and it's been exciting to have this again. It's a very peaceful and soothing kind of moment for me. Um, I want to shout out um everybody that's been supporting me and pushing me to do it. Um, you guys always know where to fucking find me. Social media on Instagram, it's freaking Mary Jane. That's my personal. If you ever want to just talk to me through there, but you can always hit me up through Shade with your T. The E is a three. 
Ooh, I haven't said that in so long. It sounded so nice. These are three. Mm -hmm. Um, yes. Um, I'm starting a fucking Twitter page. I'm excited. Um, I'm just excited. Like, I just, I feel excited about this. I haven't felt excited about this podcast in a very long time because I was trying to find my way. But I feel very, very excited. Um, and I got a collab thing going. Like, oh my God. Like, I have, like, my own little collab sheet so I can start, like, sending things out with people, setting dates up, setting these times up. I got some shit to talk about. I got some topics I want to talk about. If you got some topics you want me to unpack, bring them the fuck on. Bring them the fuck on. We can unpack together and grow. Every hoe needs a zoe to this motherfucking day. <laughs> I love y'all. Welcome me back for the second time. <laughs> and be on my ass please like kick my ass sometimes like bitch hello we need a time we need we need a powwow we need to like unpack some shit we need a dick story because i got you tell me about it you know remind me don't remind me i mean like remind me but don't remind me because i should be on it but um let me know that you miss hearing my voice because i miss hearing my voice sometimes i'd be talking to myself and then sometimes i'd be talking to myself and i'd be like shut up <laughs> Anyways, I love y'all forever. La D I E. And um I'll see you next week. <laughs>